Welcome to a new episode of Tally Talk. This is Chris. This is Casey. And it's episode 235. We're back in the studio. Whoa. Yeah, it just, it just keeps rising, this number. I don't think it's ever going <laughs> to stop. I, I don't think so. I think every time we do one, uh, it goes up again. <laughs> it does. And we're always surprised by how, how many episodes we have. Wow, it's it's like... We a, are surprised by it, yeah. It's like Christmas every time. Um, yeah. Anyways, my friend, what are you, uh, what have you been geeking out on? Oh, man. Um, I am playing Midnight Suns. Um, I am not, you know, I know you're, you beat it. So <laughs> I did. We might as well I just did. talk about it now. Yeah. <laughs> How was it? Was it worth it? Oh, it's, it's, it's more than worth it. Um, this style of game could be easily translated into an X-Men game, which I would buy immediately. Yeah, immediately. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but if I can't wait for them to make the sequel uh, because the after credits scene is awesome. Um, it's just, you know, I went and tried to play XCOM and it's way, it's a lot different. And I have to actually take a break from the <clears throat> the strategy games for a while. But I like what they did with this opposed to that yeah. uh, because it's a lot more JRPG like. And, you know, it was just a really it was much longer than I thought it would be much more in depth. And it was just a really excellent, excellently made game. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the other thing that we both share that we're geeking out on is last of us. I just finished that episode three last night. Oh God. Finally. Um, and it's great, you know, Craig Marzan or whatever, the guy who created the series um, is the writer and the showrunner. I mean, like that's it. Yeah. And he got to do things like that episode, which does not happen in the game. Um, I was like, I'm completely fine with the change. (laughs) But that's exactly what you need to do. Because remember, we were talking about it. And it's just kind of I was not really inspired to start the series. No, you weren't. (laughs) I wasn't. Because it's like, it's hard for me to watch something. I know what the result is. But doing that kind of stuff. Like that, I'll, I mean, it's one of the best episodes of TV I've watched in a long time. Uh, it was just, it's not, my fear of this was be, oh, it would be The Walking Dead. But when you do stuff like that and you take it beyond just the main center of the show, which is like this, 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 this mycelian disease or whatever is going on. Um, mm-hmm. it, and then you go to the human aspect of it, the good human aspect of it, not just like Negan smashing in skulls and stuff, but I really like that because you really have to humanize uh, these kind of situations as well. And they did an excellent job doing that. Yeah. Very well done. Um, so that that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Besides that, I started Mass Effect, which I think I'm almost done with the first game already. Um, yeah, I plowed through it. Uh, I, I'm probably not. But then again, I'm not sure how short that first game is. I it's probably up. not that long. It's probably 30 hours. Yeah, which I'm... I'm pretty, I think I'm in the twenties now. So, um, and I just keep doing side quests and it's just yeah, 18 like, to 30 hours. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, Hey, you know, it's, there's other, there's four of these games, but I'm so obsessed with this first one already that I can't wait to play the other ones. It's just, it's excellent sci-fi. Uh, the mechanics of the new legendary edition are superior, uh, I remember playing on Xbox, not liking it as much after playing KOTOR. But then again, yeah. I wasn't really into shooters at the time. And the right. shooter aspect of this game is really good. Um, so I'm really enjoying that. And then also I, I finished the first half of Titans season four, which is great. Uh, so comic booky, so much, you know, such a good evolution of this show. I was Can't I was kind of concerned because I thought it was only six episodes. Yeah. And it's actually 12. So the other half will drop sometime this year. Uh, and we'll talk about that in a little bit as well. Sweet. All right. So, you know, next up, we sometimes cover uh, people who've passed uh, from pop culture. So we have a couple today. Annie Wershing uh, was young. She died of cancer. She actually just played the board queen in Picard season two. Uh, she played Tess in The Last of Us, the game. Uh, so that yeah. was kind of a sad thing that happened, uh, unfortunately, because it's it's sad when people are taken before their time. Yeah. hundred percent. Then we also have, uh, Lisa Loring. Um, she played Wednesday Adams in the original TV show. So I thought that was kind of a, um, you know, since Wednesday's so popular right now, it's in, you know, it was kind of sad to see that happen, but she passed of, I think she was in her seventies or eighties. 
And then we yeah. have. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say. She, yeah, she was old. She was older. And then again, another one, Melissa Dillon from A Christmas Story and Close Encounters of the Next Kind, Third Kind, one of those third kinds. Um, she did, she passed away as well today. Uh, so just a moment of silence for these three actresses. All right, let's let's do this, man. Let's let's geek out. Let's let's have some fun with the news. Um, let's talk Marvel. First thing up today is um, it's. It's a debate about comic book movies. Are they serious movies? Should are the performances in them Oscar worthy? What is even the Oscar worth anymore, anyways? But that's you know that's our own opinions. But yeah. Angela Bassett, you know, she got a Golden Globe. She was nominated for Golden Globe at first, and now she got an Oscar nomination for her role in um, Wakanda Forever. She does a really great job in that movie. So, sure. Okay. I'll be watching that today for the first time. I've been trying to watch it all week. I didn't get yeah. to see it in theaters, unfortunately. So right. I am looking forward to watching it. Um, next up, Hit Monkey. I don't know where <laughs> season two is coming. They apparently have dropped the Marvel title from it, which is kind of surprising. Uh, um, right? It's kind of like, what are they doing? I mean, this was originally part of that four or five show uh, thing yeah. that Jeff Loeb wanted Hulu. to do. Right yeah. on Hulu, and only two of them yeah. made it through. Like Modoc got canceled, of course, yep. after one season. This, I've I've heard the first season's fun, so now that there's a season two, I do want to watch it. Yeah, I'm wondering if this was a case of they over animated and split it into two seasons, or it's really that popular. And I don't know from from the comment section, it seemed like everybody was shocked by this. But good good on them. Yeah, Hitmonkey's that really obscure character and i i've always been wanting to read about him so this is a good start probably to do it probably yeah. um next up jason aaron has been you know writing avengers for about five years now um so it's time he put a wrap on it uh so we have a new creative team coming soon uh jed mckay who's been writing moon knight and cf villa uh who's been doing art on the x-men book uh, they also actually just collaborated on Black Cat, uh, but this um, this will all be spinning out of Timeless, and uh, of course the comics are going to be featuring Kang as we head into the Kang Dynasty in the MCU, as it should, because they really should all connect. Well, that was our surprise when we you know when we realized that Kevin Feige does have a little bit of his hand in the comic side of things. Yeah. Um, and as we'll talk about in a second with the DCU slate, uh, the more you make these things uniform, the better it is for the fans and, and new fans who want to jump on board. Uh, there's so much, there's so many stories out there, so many conflicting things. Um, yeah. You might as well make it user friendly across the board if you want to make money. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Let's jump across the pond. This is the big news of the week. Uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran have announced the DCU slate, the DC Studios slate that is upcoming. And it's exciting. Uh, <laughs> and so we'll be seeing things starting in 2025 with lead-ins uh, from the movies that are actually on the slate already, uh, including Shazam 2, Aquaman 2, Blue Beetle, and The Flash, which James Gunn calls it the greatest superhero movie he's ever seen. So that, I don't know if that's just him plugging DC, being nice mm -hmm. about it, but that actually gets me really excited. What do you want to talk about with this? Like everything, or you want to go step by step? Like this is, this could be the rest of the show. So. It could be. So let's, <laughs> let's start with the two super people. Um, the whole James Gunn written Superman movie uh, will be based around, um, what was that? Um, the Frank remember. Quietly and Grant Morrison stories, Superman, whatchamacallit. Legacy. That Superman's Legacy is the name of the, the movie, but it's based uh, on um, this, the, that run of comics. That's what James Gunn is kind of basing it upon. So it's not an origin story. It's kind of a mid-year um, mid story for Superman, and I'm kind of looking forward to that. Um, along with the adept, adaptation of supergirl woman of tomorrow uh which was just put up by tom king excellent story a very surprising uh start for that character in the dcu yep very very excited about both of those definitely supergirl because it's a 
darker take on things. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm into it. Absolutely. Um, and then next up, let's talk about let's talk about Swamp Thing real quick, because I think that's a really important one because they tried a TV show and it failed. Um, but this is a character that is pretty popular if you're a DC fan. It's he is an obscure character, but he has a lot of weight um, within the DCU uh, from the green and and more and going back to like Alan Moore's. Uh, prolific work on him i just i think it's a really good idea and especially the way that james gunn explains it as being the horrific side of the new dcu since we're going to get something for everyone here and i love that because that's something that the mcu is not really doing uh they tr they kind of did it and shied away from it with the defenders tv shows but you know it, there's no doubt that the mcu is family friendly so here we have the next step where we're going to get some mature content yeah, no, it's, you know, it's very exciting. Um, and DC has always leaned into that. But my thing with the, the Swamp thing, it's like, I, I have heard the show is really good. Mm -hmm. I, I just heard that, like, not enough people watched it. So it's like, okay, why? You know what I mean? And, and there's also, I know we're going to go through it, and I'm excited, but, like, where's Wonder Woman? You know what I mean? Like in this lineup of of heroes, I, that one was a real like kind of weird. Like, where's that Constantine with um with Keanu? You know, is there still a Justice League Dark? I know we're still to still get the Vale Zod film. You know what I mean? So it's like there's just some gaps in here too that make me a little like, w what's going on? Well, that's the thing that he talked about was the Elseworld Tales. He says. Yeah. You got the center of the DCU. Yeah, and these yeah. projects are involved here. Then you have the other stuff. So we haven't heard anything since that the announcement of Constantine two, and that was yeah. the previous regime, anyway. So right, will it happen? I don't know. Where yeah. will it exist? Probably outside of it, because I don't see Keanu Reeves being the John Constantine for the DCU. No, you know? but he could definitely be the Elseworlds one, and people uh -huh. would be just as happy. Exactly. And you need to also do that kind of stuff with these movies. It's yeah, it's not just like stuck in this continuity you know, um, <clears throat> lineup. You have to do these other stories. And I'm really excited that Vel Velzad's story is still on, on the slate. slate yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, let me just get back to my notes here. Um, Creature Commandos is cool. Um, yeah. This is going to be animated, so you're going to have a little bit of a crossover between animation, games, movies, TV, and more per All James played by Gunn. the same actor. That's, yeah, yeah that's the exciting fair. thing, you know. Um, I think that's a really neat concept. Will it be something that they can actually do i don't know um it seems a little bit difficult if you get like a video game or something like that i mean marvel we'll does see. it they do to a certain extent you're right um but not not the video games but you know what i mean like oh absolutely we still got them all in the cartoon so yeah absolutely i just i wouldn't like deal with absolutes if i was james gunn in that you know just kind of he said like, is we would like to much try. as we can yeah right, exactly yeah Exactly. Um, but Creature Commandos, I just read today, it's about Rick Flagg's father, yeah. uh, which is a big thing from the comics anyways, because he was the original you know, leader of the Suicide Squad from back in the day. Um, and also yep. on that lineup, you see Frankenstein's monster. You see Weasel. Um, I believe that's Weasel. And why not bring that character in since you put him in the Suicide Squad? Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, couple of other things i'm really excited for is this green lantern show that is true detective style now that really kind of intrigued us both yeah thousand percent um what does he mean terrestrial base though like does that mean earth um i don't know i would say maybe it starts off on earth and then goes i'm sure it's I'm sure it is based on Earth to begin with, since both John Stewart and Hal Jordan are the main characters. Yeah, uh, and then it draws them into the cosmic because right. there's other lanterns like scattered in the show as well. Right, as right. said, uh, which yeah. is great. I um, I which think that's great. yeah. I think that's a really cool, mature idea if it's going to be true detective style. And I would love to see this kind of more, you know, Me less too. of a body. Like I would love to buddy cop Green Lantern thing. Me too. But this sounds pretty <laughs> cool. Yeah, <laughs> so. it sounds. Sounds cool. Yep. 
Uh, it looks like Waller will be the successor to the Peacemaker show. Um, this is going to be created by Crystal uh, Henry from Watchmen and Jeremy Carver, who did Doom Patrol. And this is exciting because when you watch, you finish Peacemaker, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, in the end, Amanda Waller is arrested. So where do they go from here? Is it now Amanda Waller and Team Peacekeeper are going to team up? Viola uh, yeah. Davis is going to reprise her role. I'm I love that she's this. doing this. Like, Me she's too. like the longest actress through these things. Absolutely. And, but she's <laughs> well, Harley. Harley's one. been through it. You know? Yes. No, I agree with that as well. But, you know, there is no like she is the perfect Amanda Waller in my in my opinion. She's solid agree no matter what that first great actress i mean yeah uh the authority which i just started reading um 1999 this comic came out yeah warren ellis i believe right um starts warren ellis ends with my man mark millar so this is the first i think this is the first time so it starts off with warren ellis and brian hitch on art which is great and then you go and do um wait no brian hitch Brian Hitch is the right the creator of it. I don't know if he does art or not, but anyways, then Mark Millar and Frank Quietly take over. So, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's you know with the boys being so popular and wanting more of a mature uh, theme out there. Yes, they will be tied in the DCU, but hopefully they can really keep that adult rated R movie for this. I would love to see that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So they. Yeah, hitches on art. Okay, yeah. I got all screwed up. <laughs> okay, we do that. We do that. We're not. We're not, not professionals. <laughs> no. Um, you mentioned Wonder Woman. Paradise Lost sounds pretty cool. If I'm a scare, sounds awesome. Game of Thrones style. Yeah. Will they keep Gal Gadot? Will she be eventually brought back in? This is like the beginning of it all, kind of leading through the politics and the right. adventures on that island. And there's many characters from that from those mythos. So yep. I'm really excited to see more of a mythological take on this than putting Wonder Woman so. in the I real really world. I really hope so. Yeah. Why not? You know, why not? Yeah. I think it sounds excellent. Um, there's actually the the comics that are just coming out right now. I, the Historia of Themyscira, it's, it's like what. It's yeah. an excellent series that I started reading as well. So if anybody's out there is like, like kind of interested in this, that's a good way to start. I, I will put the name of that in the show notes. I just can't recall it right now. <clears throat> um, one thing I'm, I'm just kind, of, just kind of iffy on is the Brave and the Bull. First off, the title. Um, <laughs> this is the Batman and Damien um, story, Father and Son. Now, for me, the Brave and the Bull is, is a team-up story, regardless if it's Batman or not based on the TV show. But the comics were always a team up thing of two different heroes, three, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. it was always like a little bit different. Using this title for a, to introduce a DCU Batman is a little weird for me, but I'm okay with it, whatever. Um, this is a this is an interesting start, though, to start their Batman story with Damien. Um, what do you think about that? Um, I'm okay with Damien being brought in because honestly, I'm okay with Robin. For mm-hmm. the first time in forever. You know what I mean? And we've been wanting a Robin of some sort. And if Damien comes in, I got to assume that Nightwing's around. You know what I mean? So, like, for me, and maybe even Red Hood, you know, like, I don't know what they're going to do with all this, but I'm okay with that. Brave and the Bold, like, that's me being really nitpicky because right. my Brave and the Bold also, I don't go dark and when i think of damien i go dark and i think of damien and batman together i definitely don't think brave in the bold <laughs> like it's just a tumultuous relationship pretty much the entire time so i i don't we'll see how that goes yeah i mean i got a hot take batman son of the demon i mean it's it's pretty simple yeah um but yeah. whatever we'll see i'm not like you said that's nitpicking um yeah booster gold this is he was the number one voted character for uh, James Gunn's poll on social media. And it's yeah. about time. This is this is a character who will be getting his own series. He's funny. Uh, it's yep. a really cool concept. And I'm really excited to see what they do with this. Yep. Very, very, very happy. And I think that's it on them. Besides the Batman sequel, uh, Batman, the Batman part two. So creative in the title that it's also coming in 2025 um oh i did want to say sorry uh-huh. go ahead just real quick superman legacy's got a date july 11th yeah yep. meaning 
I would imagine they have their Superman. You've got, you've got to be on principal photography or not, at least sorry you have to be on pre production today. Yeah, pretty much. You're two and a half years out, kind of. <laughs> it's not the time to announce it. People are still it, you know heard about the whole Henry Cavill thing. It's, I think it's fine. I think it's good. I think it's like a definitive bam. <laughs> well, I mean they they just did that now with this announcement. I'm sure we'll yeah. get that announcement <clears throat> by summer, no doubt. Oh, sorry, sorry. You just mean the actual actor. I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, good yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah, good idea. Yeah. yeah. All right. No, I, you know, it's it's cool. I just, I'm really excited, but there's just so much, there's so much, I guess, hate and, and anger out there still. And yeah. once people get past it and, and realize that they're not really DC fans, we'll be better. Okay, yeah. so um, moving on. What a great slate. I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, we were just talking... Let's just do this real quick. I it came up that if the Dark Knight came out today, it would be Oscar picture worthy. True or false? For best picture? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Performances, cinematography, score, uh, costumes, sound editing, like like fucking fourteen. Easy, easy. easy. Maybe not fourteen, but like seven. Absolutely. It was a weird. It's. It's so stupid because at someday, and I'd even argue Parasite hovers on it, but someday a horror movie is going to get nominated. Parasite is kind of weird and on that border. Um, but Train like Busan. a true, well, Train Busan didn't get nominated for no, best. no. Oh, but yeah, but I'm these saying are these like, great movies though. Yeah, that some like defy true, the genre. like. You know, even like Suspiria, like some like head weird ass movie, like is going to get nominated because it's about those things, the sum of the whole, right? Like if it's a good cinematography, it should get nominated. <laughs> there is some shots in horror that last, you know, the test of time right up there with, uh, you know, Jurassic Park and everything else. Like Jaws is a horror movie and yeah. it is a beautiful movie <laughs> with an insane score. Anyway. This could be its own podcast, Chris. Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> exactly. Good answer. <laughs> um, it's good. Uh, Titans and Doom Patrol will end with season four. Both of them are currently on that. Like I said, both are dropping yeah. for six episodes. Then they'll drop the final uh, half of the season sometime this year. Uh, it's cool. I am. I think that what they're doing with Titans right now, it, put, it puts a good cap on it from what I can see already. It's it's going back to kind of the first season and, and tying into that. That's all I want. That's just kind of a nice clean end. Don't just cancel things. They did it with star girl. It was a good way to do it. Yeah. Uh, just give these people a heads up or yeah. it's time to move on to the next stage of, of, of these characters in the DCU. So of course they'd be cleaning this all up. Yeah. Either way, you know, these guys we thought would get canceled every single season. The fact yeah. that they get four and they get to wrap it up. Awesome. I like these shows. I enjoy them. I think that they're good television and I think that they do deserve to have a proper ending. <clears throat> uh, this next one, I'm not sure if it got a proper ending or not because I have not watched it, but it did. Was getting canceled. It did. Okay. It, yeah. I just, I saw it on Twitter today. I haven't watched the show, but Me someone neither. like tweeted out the ending and yeah. I saw like, just a moment and i was like okay i'm glad i got an actual ending yeah this is something i've been interested in um this I've was a, great yeah right it's a spin-off yeah. of gotham that's what it is right yeah yeah so it's set in that same world so that's that's cool i do want to catch up on that at some point uh but hey, as long as it has a good ending i'm more excited for it yeah uh this next one i'm I don't know about um, Michael Cudlitz from The Walking Dead has uh, been cast as Lex Luthor in season three of Superman and Lois. Sure. I whatever. There's been so many people that have been playing Lex as, as of late um, that it doesn't matter to me as long as it's a good role. Uh, when you watch Titan season four, you'll see what I mean. Um, but it's this fine. I'm really excited for this. Uh, I think it's dropping in March or sooner or, I mean, yeah. or a little bit later. But I've been waiting for this to come back because I really enjoyed the first two seasons. Yeah, I, I don't know why it's not John Cryer, but whatever. <laughs> like, uh, it's sure. a different world. It's a different Earth. I, yeah, know, I don't know. I don't know why either. Um, I know. But 
whatever John Diggle has like a goatee in this, he doesn't yeah. have it in the regular world. Um, <laughs> the mirrorverse. That's right. <laughs> exactly. That's it. All right. Um, comic side of things, uh, Lois Lane will finally be editor in chief of the Daily Planet. Uh, we have a whole new initiative, Superman Comics, coming out this year. It's a big push for the character. Very exciting. Mm. So this is a. Th- I thought this was a really cool little bit that's of. That's serious. That's awesome. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Tom Taylor and Nic- Nic- Nicola Scott uh, will be taking on a Titans ongoing. Now the Titans are kind of taking over the role of the Justice League uh, as they've kind of stepped back and allowed these younger heroes to finally um, run things. Not that the Justice League isn't coming back and they haven't teased that already, but um, this is still cool. I, I'm I'm really excited to see Nightwing's leadership ever since the end of Dark Crisis. Yeah, I this I want to read very badly. It just sounds like a great idea, like a banging team like the two of them together, like this is probably going to be a beautiful, awesome comic. Exactly. And then speaking of Titans, um, we have a new cyborg ongoing, this whole initiative of, of kind of standalone storytelling for popular characters. This looks great. Um, it's written by Tom Ranney with, uh, I'm sorry, written by Morgan Hampton with art by Tom Ranney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did sure you know what i mean like you said i i think it's a good idea um this person was was brought from the uh milestone initiative program which is good that it's in the works it's actually doing what it said it was supposed to do <laughs> yeah i actually so just excited noticed that. <laughs> I just yeah like, i remember talking about that and that was something yeah that, um kind of was just I, I i had not heard anything about but this is great that that is actually coming to fruition yeah I didn't realize. Oh, Shazam is going to be written by Mark Wade and Dan Mora on art. Ooh! So this is part of the dawn of the DC. Yes. Okay, that's Mark badass. Wade, New series, huh? Green Lantern, Jeremy Adams. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff that's coming up. It seems. Mm-hmm. Um, let's jump over to those galaxies far, far away. Uh, let's start with Star Wars Visions Volume 2 drops on May the 4th and they've announced all the studios involved I'm just ready for more of the show that's it I I really I there was only one I didn't like that Boba Fett one with the band I just thought it was really stupid um, ah, but stupid is good though. <laughs> everything else I liked so I, I thought it was great and I can't wait cool me neither um, something I can't wait for is a video game if it needs to be pushed back. Jedi Survivor has been pushed back to April. That's not really that long. No. Um, the only thing that was ever pushed back and got really shitty was Gotham Knights. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually things go and get better. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that's a good point there. This this game already looks great. Uh, I'm really excited to continue the adventures of Kale Kestis. Yeah. All right. Uh, Star Trek uh, Picard Season 3 dropped its final trailer. The show starts in a couple weeks. I mean, it's a week from this Wednesday or Thursday, actually. Um, and this is this is going to be the end of Picard's run. There, yeah. Don't expect, you know, to not see these other characters, like maybe a Riker show, because that's going to happen eventually. He is one of the greatest characters, and they've been really using him well across the different shows. Plus, he's the prolific director for so many Star Trek episodes dating back and even movies. So um, I would not be surprised if we see more of these characters resurface in other works in Star Trek. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, That would be cool. I think, I think they should, honestly, the popularity is there. Just keep it going. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, it's at the perfect medium and he's the one that said it too himself. He said they should, they should, yeah um or they, franks yeah yeah jonathan franks right um they he said that they should not make star trek movies anymore that it's it's and if they do they have to do it right but what they're doing now is actually capturing the the franchise perfectly well so. you just do it the way that they would sometimes do it like the uh x-files you know or 24 you just put a movie out in between seasons but it directly connects to the continuity so you know what i mean like you have to be watching it i i think that it would totally work 
And then next up uh, with DS9's 30th anniversary right now, uh, we have a very special treat, as they said. Uh, Alexander Siddig, who played Dr. Julian Bashir, and Andrew Robinson, who played Garrick on the show, um, they teamed up to create a um, an excerpt from an extremely popular deep space novel called A Stitch in Time. So it's just kind of a fun thing they did uh, just to kind of bring back the characters and uh, relive the adventures that took place on that awesome show. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's just like a fun little thing. <laughs> Exactly. Anyways, my friend, let's jump to commercial and then we'll be right back with more Tally Talk. DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. We are back from that commercial, and so let's talk crowd sorcery. What is this? Uh, what is in the uh, in the works for so the crowdfund? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is the tabletop RPG player wrap. Uh, it holds your notes. It also has a dice tray. It can, you know, put a little uh, pen in there and, you know, keep your whole player. It also keeps like a journal, too, so you can keep notes. So your your character sheets, your notes, all that. And it's a one-stop shop. It's on Kickstarter now. It had a goal of 5000 It's at 32000 24 days to go. I think it's made out of leather, too. It, I don't know if that's good or bad for you but if you want one uh you can go and pledge i think the first one is 185 but a lot of people are buying it <laughs> 185 bucks for this thing yeah oh yeah it's made out of full leather so yeah, stands the test of time yeah i mean this is a really cool idea it comes in four different colors blue yeah. red brown and navy a little expensive honestly if it was like 85 i probably right. would go for it the one it's yeah it's a little little price but hey obviously it's funded and it's gonna go for another 24 days so people do want it it must be made from like free range organic cows as well i think so, so. i think you meet them before they slaughter them and turn oh, them into a dice bag it's <laughs> great can they sign it oh no they're dead before that, so. oh gosh all right Anyways, uh, let's let's jump over to comics and books. Uh, this oh, one, Graham Morrison. Uh huh. <laughs> so surprising. Um, Graham Morrison and Liam Sharp are teaming up again for a new creator-owned series. Uh, this one is called, I'm sorry, Eden's End. And so, I'm really excited because I love what Liam Sharp has been doing. Um, I just picked up his own creator. He'd written in in and. Um, art as well on, on Starhenge, which has been a really cool series. And of course, you all know how much I love <clears throat> Grant Morrison. So these two did the Green Lantern together, uh, which is a great, a great Hell Jordan story, kind of just very obscure and, and out there. But um, so I'll be, you know, picking this one up. Yeah, this uh, this will be great. I think you have to subscribe part of the Substack in order to get it, though. So I may have to do that. Got to do that. Yeah, I'll leave a link. Excellent. What about this one? Leave a link for this one. Yeah, we'll leave a link for this one. So yes, Hollowed um, issue two, which is my book. Uh, it is uh, available in previews right now. So we'll leave a link in here uh, for the previews code. If you go to your local comic book shop or wherever you get comics, you can look for it and pre-order it right now. Right now. Right now. Three amazing covers. Tons of sci-fi goodness. <laughs> Sweet. And that first uh, that first issue drops soon on on us, right? I think it like drops like this week. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. So no, the 15th, 15th. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's jump over to TV streaming news. Okay. Critical role, Amazon film and TV deal. So this is exciting. Um, now, with Critical Role, I'm not super familiar. They've been doing a lot of things like 
comics, right? Um, a YouTube show and more. So yeah, the 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 YouTube series is what got them big, like Matt Mercer and all that, and then he's the voice of the hunter in uh, the uh, Midnight Suns game. But so their first you know deal was the animated series together with Amazon. And now they season two just dropped not that long ago uh, of Vox Machina, which is like based off of their campaign on the YouTube series um, and those characters from the YouTube series. So now they're going to, I don't know, they said a cinematic universe, <laughs> multi-year deal for TV and movies. So things are going to get crazy uh, over at Amazon for them, which is awesome. They just started as a YouTube show playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Exactly. What a what a cool time as well with you know with the new movie from D and D and other oh, yeah. things coming the TV show. So it's a nice kind of pairing uh, with all of that coming and good for all the fans out there. Love it. Uh, this next one called Wolf. Um, I'm all in for Greg Berlanti and Andy Serkis are producing a new NBC plot uh, based on the books by Andy. I'm um, sorry by. Oliver Sacks, sorry. Um, <clears throat> the man who mistook his wife for a hat and an anthropologist on Mars. <laughs> sure. Uh, Wolf <laughs> follows a revolutionally larger-than-life neurologist and his team of interns as they explore the last great frontier of the human mind, while also grappling with their own relationships and mental health. Um, so it's kind of interesting because as... Berlanti is attached to all these DC projects. And it looks like most of them are coming to the end for him. So it'll be really cool to see him because he just got this new deal. Yeah. Um, with Well, he has with, a deal with HBO. Right. So I'm really excited to see him kind of flourish outside of the DC universe. Yeah. I think he's, he's there's good things for that guy <laughs> ahead. Uh, we talked about Last of Us at the beginning of the show. Season two has already been greenlit, uh, which will probably be based on the second game. We'll see. I, I have a feeling they're going to stretch this out. I don't think we're going to get to the end of this game in this season. That's exactly what I'm hoping. I just, I think we're going to get to Wyoming and see Tommy. But that's I feel, it. yeah, I feel <laughs> like it's just something that they should do as much as they can outside of the games. Yeah. If you can just keep developing it, um, but if they do put a cap on it for the first season being the first game, I wouldn't complain either. So no, I, I was I was kind of hoping they'd do stuff in between, you know, the games. Um, maybe could, made up that, adventures. That could be whatever. season two, <laughs> right? Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see when the castings start because that'll kind of be the the determination there. Yeah. Uh, this is this is great. The Mayfair May, uh, Mayfair witches have been renewed as well. Uh, this is a show that had been you know your friend said they enjoyed um and something that i really want to watch my wife wants to watch so i'm happy to hear that it's going to season two because that actually pushes me to watch season two. yeah yeah me too um i you know i love and rice i love that it's connected to uh interview of the vampire you know what i mean so yeah I, i'll have to watch it now too i was worried it was gonna get canceled that's why i didn't watch it yet Correct. Uh, did you did you finish interview? I uh, no. I Me should either. do that. I forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll finish. I'm like halfway through it. I think. I think uh, I'm more than half. I just got to finish it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Exactly. It's so good. Um, yeah. And I'm looking forward to more Anne Rice stuff being developed. <clears throat> this next one, um, the Phoebe Bridges Tomb Raider announcement. What is what is this exactly? So this will be an Amazon television series. Okay. I think a live action television series though, because the animated series is going to Netflix. Okay. And that so, comes out this year. How is Bridges connected to this? She's writing it. She'll be writing it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah. there's no casting, no nothing yet. Just the announcement that it's coming. Yep. That's it. So now when they, I also kind of read like, Oh, they want to do the cinematic universe with Tomb Raider. What else is there in that universe to connect yeah, I, I, don't know I mean, either. her dad's an archaeologist, you know, <laughs> right. you could do some stuff like that, I guess. You know, I don't know. Like, 
they throw they, these words around like yeah and i think it's hard because like that reboot movie didn't do well you know what i mean the games do well i will see what the anime does i'm sure it'll be awesome but like you know i don't know if they know how to handle it yet yeah or if they just overhandle it in a way um yeah, maybe or if it's as popular as they think it is so i guess we'll see uh maybe people just enjoy playing as laura croft more than watching it so maybe um king of the hill revival at hulu now was this previously announced or this is yeah so they we knew that mike judge was was back but they didn't know where it was gonna go so now it's on hulu ah okay cool that's it's nice to see hulu picking up more stuff because it's so hit or miss uh with what they have they they'll get something really great and yeah. then it'll be a, like a long stretch where they have nothing and i just kind of forget hulu is there as i pay for it so i always yeah that's it man <laughs> same, luckily same my disney game. bundle is free so whatever yeah <laughs> Uh, this is next one is the Frasier show. I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, is filming. I'm really excited for this. Uh, I, I love the original show. We talked about it when it was announced that the, the requel was coming. <laughs> I'll use that word. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it'll be interesting to see where Dr. Frasier crane is in his older years. Yeah. He's probably still making those eggs. <laughs> Thinking about that. salad and scrambled <laughs> you know what sucks is the dad's dead i know um, john now he's he's old now is. yeah so will he niles was like, be back oh I, he's gotta be they all have to be david Hyde pierce that's his name. yeah roz will be back uh they'll all be back but yeah his dad's like one of my favorite parts of the show awesome yeah me too i, I it was just a nice i guess comparison of, of yeah. personalities like there. how like, did you have these kids <laughs> like, blue collar versus white exactly. collar yeah it's it very very neat and funny <laughs> yeah uh what's this next show showtime is joining paramount plus yes yeah, so it's called paramount plus with showtime <laughs> very wordy <laughs> where the ad wizards came up with that one paramount plus but, plus, plus yeah exactly um <laughs> that's it i guess you could get it you know as an extra add-on and now they're just rolling it in so i i have a paramount plus subscription i don't know if it's like oh look at these showtime shows are on here or what i feel like you'd be losing money if they did that but i don't know i also should share the password so i guess i don't pay for it right now i'll find out because i wanted to watch dexter <laughs> which and Le- yellow is canceled yeah so i know right off, yeah right? It's kind of a weird thing that's happening with the Dexter show. Yeah, season two is is failing, but the prequel, which is weird when you watch a show like that where they go through their life so much, and I'm like, but you've I know what happened, I know what got you here. <laughs> like we, you've talked about it throughout nine seasons. It's America's fascination with true crime as well, though, because look how popular yeah, those shows. Like, how did this happen? How did this person become like this? Yeah, my what? wife watches all of them. Yeah, so, yes. Exactly. So, um, obviously, there's a call for there. I would imagine that we're going to get some older Showtime shows um, pushed to Paramount Plus just to kind of get Skinny, viewership. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know what was on Showtime. <laughs> Me neither. Me no. neither. Uh, anyways. Another video game adaptation that's kind of been out there, uh, like Borderlands, where we're just like, what's happening with it? Yeah, yeah. Twisted Metal is coming this year. Yeah, supposedly, um, like one of the people who work for PlayStation Studios was saying, uh, you know, there's a lot of things coming. And then they tweeted like a clown hat, like face with like the fire emoji. You know what I mean? Which is like, what's his name? Um, Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth, yeah. So, yeah. Like, I I would imagine it's we're going to finally be seeing it something soon. Awesome. Yeah, that's. I'm really excited for that. It just sounds like a, such a neat idea. Who's it? Anthony, yeah. Anthony Mackie? Anthony Mackie is going to be in it, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's get that going already. Um, and then last up, we got the Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. 
Is that the I forget Sean Murphy? Mur- uh, I don't know. One of the two. Uh, we'll get, we're getting a criminal TV series at Amazon. Uh, this this is a no brainer. Those comics are amazing, and it's time to properly. Yeah, Sean Phillips. You know, you're right. Sean Phillips. Sorry, man. Yeah. It's good um, to put those on on the screen. I mean, t- why not? People love crime. Let's <laughs> let's put these storyboards to work already. <laughs> I mean, Ed Brubaker is arguably one of the best comic book writers I've ever read. I mean, I don't think there's yeah. anything I've re- read from him that I don't like. And I never think about it. You know what I mean? Like, now that I'm saying it out loud, you know, you, we were just talking about Morrison as well, where there's some guys out there, Wade, where it's like they are just powerhouses with everything that they write. So um, I'm surprised more of Brubaker's work hasn't been adapted honestly so this is good news 100 percent. uh let's jump over to movie news Ooh, violent okay. night 2 is in the works as it should be uh violent night is one of my new christmas staples <laughs> i bought it this year yeah uh and i will watch it every year because my wife and i always watch die hard um and now to actually have an even more christmassy violent escapade to watch um is great and i i love the movie and i'm really excited to see part two yeah absolutely super psyched about it i i love that movie can't wait this next one the arachnophobia reboot um remake requel whatever they're making it here um this poster is it is it real because i tried to look it up and then i found a bunch of fan-made posters and the one i did find was one of the spiders in the ear Yes, but there was no like news announcements that there was a real poster. I just want to know was real. I don't know either. The only thing that I saw was like it had it looked real and it mm-hmm. had the information that um what's his name? The guy who directed Happy, Happy Death, Death Day, Day and um Christopher Landon. He's Michael Landon's son. Oh. <laughs> um oh. yeah, you know, those movies are great, right? Yeah. Yeah. So and he's going to be doing this. He just did something else. Uh, no, he just did something even more recent. But oh. anyway, uh, you know, we we can't wait. If that post is real, it freaks me out. Honestly, it's just kind of like, yeah, yeah I was just right. oh, okay. Yeah. This is this is doing it. So, um, speaking of freaking me out, uh, I just watched this trailer this morning. The Stephen King adaptation uh, short story. The Boogeyman. Um, this oh, yeah. is starring the young Princess Leia from the Obi-Wan show, correct? I believe she's in that. Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, the Polka Dot Man, all these guys. <laughs> Dave Dem- Um Yeah. Anyways, this, <laughs> the small these, kind of, yeah. <laughs> these kind of movies freak me out. Um, what hides in the dark uh, always kind of just, you know, gives me the chills as did this yeah. Huh. I just I'm watching it now. I didn't even see it. Yeah, it looks creepy. Good so stuff. that's cool. <laughs> Adapt all that Stephen King. Adapt that's it. That's it. Uh, what about this next one? You you got pretty excited about this, even more than the DC announcement. I <laughs> sure did. Uh Bad Boys 4 is coming. Uh very, very, very excited about this. Um the way that Will Smith did it was very fun. Like he made the announcement by like driving to martin lawrence's house like he had his cell phone like recording the whole thing and then martin lawrence opens the door he's like are we doing this <laughs> like, and they're like yeah we're filming uh so I, anyways very excited That's about cool. bad Boy. those some of my favorite movies very very happy excellent uh we've gotten a lot of how to train your dragon stuff out there shows and animated movies and more but what they haven't done is crossed the line into live action, and it looks like that's in the works. I mean, this is a no-brainer. This is something that could be amazing. Uh, what do you What do you think? I, you know, a lot of people don't realize that How to Train Your Dragon is one of those modern perfect trilogies, which we haven't seen in a really long time. Outside of what Lord of the Rings, maybe was the last time that we had a perfect trilogy. Maybe John Wick. Planet you know what I mean? Yeah, sorry. Yes, Planet of the Apes is perfect. So How to Train Your Dragon is insanely fun. The music is some of the best scores I've heard in decades. Like, it's just, they're really, really great. And then I like 
even the the fun animated stuff on Netflix. So live action, <laughs> depending on how they do it, could be insanely good. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, I don't know. It could be really cool. <laughs> It's Vikings in exactly you know, dragon like that's it. It's awesome, <laughs> and the dragons are insanely cool. <laughs> yeah, very creative. Uh, how many different dragons they come up with, yeah, and and so just that whole world should flourish as much as it can. So yeah, yeah, I look I'm forward in. to that. In fact, I'm naming this episode after that. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Last up, um, Gladi- Gladiator Two. Now listen, Gladiator is one of my favorite movies. I love Ridley Scott as much as he is a pain in my ass sometimes. Um, <laughs> he he made a great Gladiator movie. I can watch that movie anytime. I can sit Fantastic. down and watch it. Yeah. I don't know about this, though. Gladiator 2, the, the, the continuation with his son, Lucius. Um, I, I don't know what this is going to look like or if it's necessary, but, of course, <laughs> I'll give it a chance. I just... This is kind of one of those things where I'm just like, can you just do a different kind of Gladiator movie instead of the sequel to Gladiator? You can't come up with an original idea based on this this time period. Right. Um, does but then does they the would Russell... be like, it's the Gladiator. You've yeah, already right, done it. Right. So, that's why he's like, it, well, I might as well just fucking do it again. <laughs> set it in the same world. Just you don't have to do yeah. his son. I I don't know. It's just kind of a weird idea for me. Um, whatever though. Yeah, I don't. Listen, like you said, we're going to watch it. Yeah. So that that's pretty much it. Exactly. Uh, jumping over to gaming I'll take news. this one. <laughs> yeah, do that. There's not much here today, so we're going to do this. Um, go ahead. I want to. This sounds really cool. Yeah. Uh, so it's this place called Tiny Minotaur, which is an immersive gaming experience um, in Austin, Texas. So you go in and it's like a tavern set from a role playing game. Um, and you play, you know, you pay in coppers and all this kind of stuff. And it's in a, you know, everybody's fully in character as well. Uh, they encourage you to dress up and you can play role-playing games there. So, and right now I think, um, it's like a pop-up and I think they're going to make it more of like a actual like spot that you can go to. So I don't know. I thought it was cool. We can leave a, we can leave this article in here. That's awesome. I want to do something like that. Oh, here we go. I'll leave the actual website in here. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that something like that, if it's popular, will just spread like wildfire across the That's station. what I thought. Yeah, yeah. It was a cool idea. So, anyways, mm. what time is it? <gasps> it's Pursuit of Plastic Time! figure hunters out there this is the pursuit of plastic i want to start this show off uh this segment off with uh announcement from eagle moss so eagle moss was covering all sorts of collectibles uh they were like they were doing the ships from star trek Battlestar galactica and other things uh so they they were basically put up for bankruptcy uh for whatever reason And there was kind of this whole outcry of like, what's going to happen to the series? They were in the middle of doing this Enterprise D build program. Uh, So there is some news for that right now. So Fan Home will be reviving the Enterprise D program. And then Master Replicas will be selling the leftover ship models. So when you come to visit, I'll show you some of them. Um, They're pretty sweet. And I like the fact that I was able to get them and they're not like super expensive uh, hmm. yet, but the, they're great. They're great made little models um, of yeah, these are cool. tons of tons of the different ships from, you know, start Star Trek and more. So I'm happy that, you know, people who did sign up for that enterprise D program will eventually be able to finish that big replica. Uh, next up, Marvel legends. This is, this is interesting because Squadron Supreme is kind of an obscure team from the Marvel universe. And whenever I'm like kind of in the comment section of the MCU and people are talking about, let's, let's do this and let's do that. They're like, Oh, let's, let's make Hyperion. Let's, I want Hyperion in the, and like yeah. that, that, that ain't going to happen people. So <laughs> um, 
just enjoy your action figures and your comics when these weird characters do show up. But yep. Marvel uh, and Hasbro are doing a two-pack of Harperian and Dr. Spectrum, uh, which will be available, I believe, only on Hasbro Pulse, which tells you right there the like the watch for these figures right yeah um that's cool you know i'm all for giving the fans the weird stuff that they want because somebody wants it yep no exactly no no complaints that they're making it i just will never see the mcu doing this when they have so many regular characters to adapt so yeah uh also from hasbro we got some we got a big slew of stuff from star wars side of things you know return of the jedi 40th anniversary is happening this year um but uh we're finally getting a black series kia d mundi your favorite long-faced jedi <laughs> um i love that character i will probably i'll probably get that figure because i've been kind of picking up some of the the different jedi i do like for my display i just got my ala sakura and i actually just got my mara jaden as well so really excited that they're, they're doing more of the characters that have not been made into this this scale, including yeah. the next one here, Darth Malgus from the Old Republic game. Um, <clears throat> later this year, we'll be getting, um, uh, I forgot what the other uh, Darth from KOTOR was, but him and Bastilla Shan are coming. Um, so I love that they're doing EU characters because there's plenty of fans like me out there that want collectibles based on the star wars that we grew up on uh so thank you hasbro for filling that void yeah i think it's it's about time they took a long time but i think if they start throwing in uh legacy stuff or whatever you know what i mean like that it will sell for sure yeah it was really weird the first my she's or right exactly that's one that needs to be made they made um when they did Jaina Solo was one of the first ones yeah. they did. And it was so surprised. It was a fan vote. So that kind of showed you the popularity of and the want and and for these kind of characters. So, you know, you can do it across the board and yep. please all sorts of Star Wars fans. Um, also, the celebration exclusive this year is going to be the Revenge of the Jedi. Darth Vader is a kind of a red hue. It's yeah. from that poster. Yeah, uh, I thought that was really cool. I, I, I'll probably get this when it goes to the fan channel. Um, and I'm, you know, it's just I love these kind of obscure figures. It's funny. I, I, it was, it was a neat way to do it. I was like, okay, it's kind of like the blue one that they did. Uh, I can't remember why they did it. They just, I don't know. <laughs> it's funny. Well, you know, someone, I mean, someone wants it. Exactly. I mean, that DC, uh, DC, the Disney store uh, two pack that they just did based on the Star Wars with the concept Vader and Obi-Wan. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I was just like, these, this is exactly what they need to do. Just yeah, that was great. Low release numbers, more exclusive, and just people who want them can get their hands on them. Yeah. Like, like I just said about these legend figures. So, <clears throat> uh, and then also from D- TVC, the vintage collection. We'll be getting the Mandalorian N1 Naboo Starfighter that he uh, repurposed and is an awesome <laughs> ship for him in that show. And it's a no-brainer. Um, it's it's a good scale it's a good scale vehicle, so it won't cost you an arm and a leg. Uh, yep. It won't have to be has labbed like they did with the Razor Crest. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> it's about time for that one. Uh, McFarlane Toys continues the onslaught uh, coming soon exclusively on McFarlandToys.com or whatever the website is. We'll be getting the classic Dick Grayson Robin. Um, yeah. It looks great. I, I'm really excited for this. Fantastic. It's a gold label. Yep. Very. That's a that's a day one purchase. I am hoping that he has plenty of stock on it. Um, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. <laughs> Uh, so it's. I'm glad to see that they're going back and covering a lot of these older characters. I'm just. Yeah, me too. Because he does so much modern, and it's a great thing that. Uh, excuse me, it's a great thing to do. But there's also those out there who are looking forward to seven inch versions of you know the classics. Yep. Uh, and then also from McFarland Toys going up for pre order soon and finally shown off this week is the Dark Knight trilogy build a figure set. These are great. These look awesome. We got Scarecrow, uh, the Joker, Batman, 
and Two Face, and then collect oh, them all. Rachel Dawes' destructive figure <laughs> <laughs> to build Bane. Um, <laughs> that was the greatest article, and I wish that that was real. Uh, toy Toy I, farce. If you guys yes. haven't read, is very funny. <laughs> What do you think? These look great. Not my favorite version of Batman, um, but the character and designs are all really cool from those movies. Yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of those movies at this price point, this would be a no-brainer for me. You know, I am not the biggest fan of those movies, um, but I do really like that Joker. You know, I've wanted a Joker for a while like that. I didn't know if I want the Mafex or whatever, but I do like this one. So I'd probably get that scarecrow. I didn't like the weird arms. It seemed like too like ghost like. And I was like, was this what he looked like in the movie? I don't know. But eh, two faces. Yeah. good. Yeah. The silly Murphy thing is just him in a suit covered by his like burlap bag. Um, yeah. I just I didn't like it. The the concept of that scarecrow is is good. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's also funny because like watching these open Oppenheimer trailers, and Cillian Murphy, like super aged now, is is a is a kind of an eye opening thing too. So, just a little plug for that movie, which I'm kind of excited for because um, <laughs> I love realistic Christopher Nolan movies. There you go. Uh, this next thing, I love the Rocketeer. You love the Rocketeer. We all love the Rocketeer. Um, Thirty one points of articulation on this figure. Twenty eight points of articulation on the Betty figure. So it's a two pack for, um, featuring the two, designed and manufactured by Loose Collector. <sighs> These these look great. $145 for two, though. It's not bad, honestly, at that scale. Um, it's not. They're all it's great. They look great. Yes. Sculpting. And that, that's the thing to me is like his pants and everything, you know, that weird puffy pant that people have to use. But anyway, like, yeah, it's expensive. But if you are a Rocketeer, like this would be the one to get if you're not going to go one six. Yeah, and I love I love when they do those rocket pack with blast effects that create like the stand itself and you can just really do some really nice things with the design. So our display. So I you know, I'll leave the link in here for this because I think yeah. it's a really cool two pack. And I, I I really want them to do more with this. Um the Joe Johnson movie was not enough for me uh back in the day. And I think that now would be the time to do something on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Hundred percent. Last up, uh, a little speculation here, probably more real than not. Remember when we talked about how they took all the Legend of Zelda stuff off the um, uh, Lego Ideas site? Mm-hmm. There was always everybody wants Lego and Zelda or Legend of Zelda. Lego and Zelda is a good way to put it. But <laughs> um, now that they're doing Mario and they've done the Nintendo set and more, they have the rights to Nintendo. It's a no-brainer that Legend of Zelda is coming. Yeah, And there was actually a little leak from one of the toy shows um, that we were to be getting a Deku tree, um, which is a two-in-one set, apparently, which is going to be from Orcarina Time mm-hmm. and also from Breath of the Wild because the, the, the tree shows up in both. And the great thing here is, like, you get Link with half-legs, so he's small like the kid, and then you're going to get Link and Zelda from Breath of the Wild, which are both really cool designs. So I'm excited that We'll probably get more Ocarina of Time sets if this is real, because it's the greatest, and also Breath of the Wild and more. So it's a no-brainer when people love the medieval things from Lego that this would be a a moneymaker. Yeah. I mean, let's just be honest. If they do it all, give me Metroid, give me Star Fox, you know what I mean? Give me Donkey Kong. Like, they're, they're just printing money. Like it's Nintendo. <laughs> it's it's the biggest brand of all time for video games. Fact. I don't think it's it's undisputed, I would imagine. Not to mention that it's family friendly. So it, that's yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah. Nintendo's for everybody. So yeah, you start throwing the you know, Mega Man, like it's it's gonna be game over. They're and they're going to. This is just, you know, Mario was a taste. They made a bunch of sets for it, did well very well i think um and yeah they're just gonna keep rocking and rolling so and i'll be spending money on it <laughs> Especially exactly oh. 
Yeah, the Deku Tree looks like it's going to be within a two to three hundred dollar range, which yeah, is sure. for that size of set and the the IP is just it's yeah it's well worth it. So look forward to that announcement coming soon. Uh, but Casey, that's the end of the show. Where can you find us? We are all up and down the interwebs at DFAT Entertainment, uh, either .com or DFATENT. And of course, don't forget a towel.com, the only place to travel geekly as well. Um, I did want to say something real quick. Like James Gunn pointed out all of the quote unquote like blueprints that they're using, like the comic book runs that they're going to use for their slate and, and said, hey, you know, we're not going to do this beat for beat, but here's some inspiration. Go, go read these. And I thought about, oh, doesn't that sound familiar? Every single episode I say, go read your comics. <laughs> so this is it, people. All the things you hate about these movies and TV shows and all the things you love, they've already done it for 80 years. It's not a surprise. It's just the, it's just the way that they do it. And as long as you're bringing that up, I have to cap this episode with my, my forgetfulness. But it was All-Star Superman. The Grant Morrison yes. quietly okay. yeah. uh, book yeah. that that Duh. that James Gunn wants to base a lot of this uh, yeah. Superman legacy movie on. And I think that's a great idea. And like yeah. you said, um, get out there, read your comics, because these books are now flying off shelves. Oh, and yeah. as I stated on social media, that's because the real DC fans are excited for what's coming. Like, nobody should be all like, rah, 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 about this kind of stuff. Be excited that, you know, we have... We have a plan. We have a plan for, you know, everybody who's a DC fan out there. These stories are yeah. coming and they're yes. going to be faithful to the characters. That's yeah. the most important thing. So That's it. this is Chris saying, don't forget to tell